Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Motherhood Unstressed, a podcast for anyone who wants to let go of stress and anxiety, take their power back, and learn how to create a truly beautiful life. Each week, I'm speaking with amazing individuals who are experts in the field of entrepreneurship, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, sex, and so much more. I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I'm a mom, a blogger, and a certified health coach. I'm obsessed with personal growth and change, and I've helped women all around the world regain alignment with what they truly value in life and remove the blocks preventing them from living their life to the fullest. If you're ready to stop living a half-life and move fully into your power, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey guys, in this episode, I'm speaking with Danish actress and author of the book, Hygge, Marie Terrell Soderberg, and I had to fast track this episode and release it early because I think the content is so important, especially at the end of the year when we're all reflecting on the past year and what we've accomplished and and what we've done. And I think when you listen to this episode, it's going to remind you how important it is to be present with those that we love and create an energy in our home of peace and calm and gratitude. And I loved recording this episode because I'm someone who struggles with, you know, getting to the next thing, doing the next thing, you know, accomplishing the next goal. And it's hard for me to actually stop and reflect and be present. But I'm telling you, that's where the miracle of life happens. And she talked about it in the episode. When you connect the dots of your life, it's all of those beautiful moments that you have with your family and your friends that you have intentionally created. You've created a space and an environment for those events to take place. And that, when you look back, when you're old and in your deathbed, that's what you're going to remember. And that's where the magic happens of life. Um, so I could go on and on about this, but this episode speaks to my heart so much. I know it's going to touch yours. And my hope is when you listen to it, you really embody what Marie shares, um, the teachings that she gives. And it's really all about getting out of your head and connecting back to your heart, which is really everything. Because when you do that, your life is magic and it changes for the better. So enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Branch Basics. This is the green cleaning company, and they give you one concentrate when they send you your starter kit, and it can literally be diluted into different amounts and clean every single aspect of your home. And why would you do this? Why wouldn't you just go to the store and pick up some bleach or something like that? Well, it's because Branch Basics has completely green, biodegradable cleaning ingredients in their product, and it's not going to poison your pets. It's not going to poison your children. You know, you can safely clean your home, uh, and it's not going to destroy the environment and create a actually hazardous and chemical-filled environment, which, um, you know, is something that's really important to me. And if you're a mother, you just want to do your best, Branch Basics is going to make that really super easy. And I've been using it for weeks and weeks and weeks, and my house is perfectly clean, and so you're not 
worrying about, well, if I'm not using bleach, I'm not cleaning enough. It's not true. It will absolutely clean your house and you are doing it in a safe way. So if you head on over to branchbasics.com, remember to use the code Liz15 for 15% off your starter kit. This episode is also sponsored by Motherhood Unstressed CBD Supplements. Guys, these are the supplements that I created with the intention of helping you battle stress and anxiety in a natural way. These supplements also contain ashwagandha, which is amazing for stress. It works on the HPA axis, which is the hypothalamic pituitary and adrenals, and it helps you battle stress in a natural way. It also contains green tea extract, which is amazing for um, brain health, and it's full of antioxidants. And so you're really getting a beautiful combination of ingredients to help you feel better and less stressed, which is really what life is all about. And when you can feel grounded and calm, you're really able to take on the day from a place of strength and love, which again is what this show is all about. Um, So if you head on over to motherhoodunstressed.com, you can find the supplements there. Well, hello, Marie. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for inviting me. So excited to meet you. Thank you for, for being here. Absolutely. So I'm going to jump right in with a question. Um, for all of our listeners who may be aware of this or not, what is Hygge? Hygge is a, is a Danish word for something that I think everyone in the world knows what is. And Hygge is a word for a certain atmosphere that happens when, especially when you're with other people and you have a nice time. And hygge can also be explained with like having a nice cup of tea in the corner in your favorite chair or inviting friends for a low-key dinner where you just enjoy, relax. Yeah, the relaxation and the, the, the enjoyment is kind of what merges and, and makes hygge. But it's something that you cannot force. You cannot say, now I want to hygge, and then you have hygge. It's something that happens in a, an atmosphere, in a situation where you feel um, comfortable, warm, um, yeah, in a good place. I love that. And it's fun. like I totally, completely understand what you're talking about. It's that feeling of calm and peace and just comfortability. It is. Oh, so interesting. So tell us how you grew up with this concept, um, how your family put it into practice, and then like as a young adult, so how, do, how would people do it themselves? Mm, my parents would... My, my, one of my favorite moments from my childhood is my dad. When we came home from kindergarten or school, he would arrange this huge... Um, plate with vegetables and fruit and sometimes some chips and maybe a little piece of Swedish um, bread, you know, the thin crispy bread. And we would just hang out, me and my sister in the living room, do our homework or uh, watch something on the television or play a game or paint or whatever, or just sit together around our big table with our, with candles lit and then we would just like enjoy that and be together and it was it was like a ritual that happened every day and it was just something we could kind of sit together around and yeah be together and it's like that big plate of things just encapsules what Hugo was for me when I was a child oh I just got chills that's beautiful yeah 
yeah, it, it, there's something about the rituals and what you do together. Another thing that I remember from my when I was young and joined high school was after school, I would go together with my friend Fanny to her home and she we would kind of go in the back door, not the front door, we'd go in the back door uh, past all the raincoats and rubber boots and things and cat cat things for her cat and we would kind of go in and sit in the kitchen and we she would make um a pot of black tea and put it in her like she had a really warm tea warmer mm-hmm. and then um she would put it on the on the kitchen table and uh, she would light a candle and we would like just sit there and talk and have fun but it was like every day we would just sit there and hang out and have tea and it's also the ritual and the mm. fact the fact we did it again and again and we had so many good things happening around that table that yeah it's it's really clear memory for me that's beautiful and it seems like you really carried that that Hugo with you, you know, through your career as an actress and you would bring stuff to set and you would bake. I mean, was that how the book came about? Because you're a famous actress, you know? So, so, and to write a book like this was, was different for you and interesting. So how did that come about? Mm, It was, it was kind of a realization that I'm in a really strange business that has a lot of fame in it that sounds like wow and it's so beautiful and and if I had to be honest I was uh, I I also saw a lot of people that didn't I that that had a life that I didn't want to lead when I grew up or I when I got kids that they left their kids to go to work and do something incredible maybe but but there was a lot of unhappiness there. Mm. And I kind of thought, mm, I really love what I'm doing. But does it have to be this way? It, it, is this really the way it has to be? And, and I thought, no, it, 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 it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's not being famous or big or going, you can do it, you can do it in your own way. And I looked at at my own life and kind of pointed at the the places where I found more most happiness and it was with my friends and my family and my boyfriend or doing something for myself just having a cup of coffee with myself like mm-hmm. I I'm really attracted to these moments that we just talked about just before my my fruit plate and my my cup of tea that that really made me happy and it occurred to me that mm, perhaps it's like seeing it the other way around, like finding these moments that I also describe in the book on the very last page, like these stars or or dot to dot points that we kind of uh, this makes me Hugo and this makes me happy and and kind of going from dot to dot and kind of make that your life. And then when when you draw the paint the dot to dot painting. You kind of have like this big picture of your life consisting of many beautiful moments and memories that you've been cherishing and pursuing because that's what your happiness is. It's come, it comes from within and not from outside. Uh-huh. So it was, it was the realization of, of starting to lead a life that I would like to lead for the rest of my life, but starting from the inside. And it was so clear that that all the things that meant 
so much to me was things that I could also describe as as really good quality hygge. Ugh, that's so wonderful. I love that. And I can so, I think I love it so much because I completely understand, you know, I completely yeah. understand what you're talking about. So yeah. how have you brought that sense into your new role as a mother? And do you have any rituals yet with your baby? I know babies kind of have their own rituals and their own oh, demands. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she's only one year old now. So, mm. so, so the rituals in our family has just started to build up because before it was like, what do we want to do today? But now it's like, okay, she has to eat there and okay. we, we wake up there. And But I can feel that I really need time at home with her and that I feel empty if I'm not with her. And I can go out and um, go to work and hang out with friends. But But I need to pick her up early for mm-hmm. me to kind of feel that I we have time together where, where it's not like eating or trying to get her to fall asleep it's where we have time where we sit down and read a book or I cook while she stands next to the kitchen table and stands with her stick or whatever but <laughs> that we're together in a quality way that it's not just uh, getting the everyday to uh, go around I really want that quality of togetherness to kind of be also when we're at the table and she's eating that it's not like I want to force her to eat or I want us three to sit down close close off our phones put everything away and just be together and maybe she does something but she can also feel the atmosphere of mm-hmm. me and my husband eating together and having a good time there and kind of um yeah cherishing those moments of togetherness where we can be together and kind of make her swim in that pool that that moves between my husband and I that kind of creates this hugely atmosphere for her to to grow up in is 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 what I'm really sometimes struggling with and sometimes Mm. sometimes it works out perfectly but um, that's that's really where I find quality in my time with my baby that's beautiful and I think it is it's it's a presence and it's an energy it is you're you're actively intentionally creating that in your home and I think that's so important it is like everyone's running around so busy, you know, life is very, very fast. And so to bring that, to create that, you know, in yeah. your space, in your home, I think yeah. is life changing for your children. It is. It is. That's awesome. So for those very busy moms who are stressed out and running around and they've got activities and, you know, obligations and everything like that, what are some simple things that they can do to create more Hugo in their lives and in the lives of their children? I met a, a, a woman the other day that told me that forget the, in Danish, we have a, a saying called the black conscience. Like if you feel, you keep feeling bad about not being enough. So she says, forget that, throw it out. And I was like, okay, yeah. Because <laughs> you, you, you never feel that you're enough. You, you feel you have to, you, we have obligations. We need to do the laundry. We have to cook. We have to get the family going and we're doing the best we can. So if we throw out the black bad conscience and we started the thing I do when I come home with my with, with Roberta, my, my daughter, is I light a candle and I kind of sit down with her and kind of spend 
30 minutes, one hour, one and a half hours before I start to cook to just like, if she wants to go around, I can follow her and I can just go with her impulses. And it can also just be five minutes. But I think mm. that really being present, really turning on being present and not having any ideas for now we want to do this or, but I, I feel that most yoga comes from when I meet my child where she is mm. and uh, we, at that, and let something come up by itself, but without me forcing, let's do uh, Lego now, or let's read a book. If, if she's into something else, I just look at her and I follow her and I see, okay, you want to go to, to the living room. Okay. You want to go up in the sofa. Okay. You want to be tickled. All right. Okay. You just discovered these. She loves to eat these uh, <laughs> lights. lights. And, um, I just see what, what she, she wants to do. And I, we kind of meet in that and that becomes our quality moment because we're present with what there is. And sometimes she just wants to sit on my arm and we can go down and do laundry or, but, but that, we're just together without trying to make the togetherness something special, but just promising ourselves to to be with what is. And sometimes that can be so so difficult. But but I I find that that's the source to the most huge. I find that I mean what you're talking about is such next level. Like it's spirituality. It's mm-hmm. it's like it's the ultimate test. I feel like of being a human today is to be able to be present and and grateful and in the moment and really with the people that are right in front of you. I mean, exactly. this is something that I struggle with mm-hmm. so much because it's like, okay, what's next? What do I need to do? Yeah. You know, because everything is so full. Of, mm-hmm. But I mean that is just such a beautiful way of living. And if we can tap into that, like you said, for maybe five minutes or 10 minutes, I mean, that's a game changer. It is. And the thing you said about spirituality, it's, it's like spirituality is, is something that is up here and all our cores and things we do are down here, but where it meets, it's in the heart. Mm-hmm. And that's where Hugo is. That's, that's, how, that's where you experience uh, moments that you tr- you tr- you cherish and that's what you pursue you cherish these moments you pursue these moments that you can feel in your heart where the two levels meet so of course that's you have to have both things but but the the way it comes into the world is through the heart um, and what I wanted to say before is it's I know for for my own sake, but also from fellow mothers, that it's also a question of letting go, mm. like letting go of all our ideas of how it has to be, how it has to look. Hygge can also happen when everything looks like a, a bomb just <laughs> blew everything apart, right? I mean, yeah. there's toys all over the place, but but I practice, I I try to teach myself to sit down in the middle of it. And not trying, not stress out about how it looks, or but but be with what there is, and maybe clean and do these things when she's when she's in bed. Because the thing I want to do when I've been to work is come home and uh, tidy up and cook, and and I can see that yeah, it's necessary, but but I I I think I I can also feel on her that's she's 
and that's another thing. My dad, who died four years ago, mm-hmm. um, he said before he died, I was like, Dad, how do I become a parent when when you're not around to kind of teach me? Because he was just like the best dad you could ever imagine. He was so present and stayed home with you if you had heart, heart heartache, if your boyfriend just left. No. He would uh, yet eat pizzas or he would kind of do whatever he was just so there for us so I was like oh my god if he's not here what then and then he said Marie and he laughed at me and he was like Marie it's your children that teaches you how to be a parent I was like okay and I didn't understand it but then I got a child I was like yeah I can see when my child is upset it's because she misses me because I'm I'm trying to cook because i think that oh we need we need this dal or whatever we could just mm-hmm. like eat bread with something and she would be happy i know so so my child is constantly communicating to me how she feels and sometimes she can play alone and sometimes she needs my presence and the letting go is also just letting go and watching the child tell you what's next and um and try to let go of all our ideas of how how Hugo looks. That's also something I really try to tell people I talk to that Hugo is not a look. It it became like this big concept where you had to buy things and you had to mm-hmm. light candles and take a beautiful picture of it on Instagram. And real Hugo is not like that. Real Hugo is ugly sometimes. It it looks the light is bad and because mm-hmm. it's not about the outer things it's about what happens on the inside again mm-hmm. um, so it's it's about how you feel in the situation and sometimes it just looks like it just looks terrible um yeah oh yeah. my gosh you need to write another book please <laughs> <laughs> but what should i write about 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 motherhood motherhood and Hugo and what you just <laughs> said about it being in the heart and it's okay yeah. if the house is a mess and it looks like a bomb went off because as you were talking I mean it just made so much sense and it really just took a weight off my shoulders so I know it's taking a weight off so many mothers who are listening to this right yeah. now it's going to be you know it's going to be okay and as long as you're present that's the most important thing for your yeah. children that's yeah. it like game that's over it. you know Oh my God. Yes. Please, please, please write another book. Um, So, um, you know, we talked about a lot of things, but what do you think is the core message that you want, you know, all the moms listening to walk away from this talk? I mean, I definitely have my key takeaways that I love and I'm going to use, but what do you want them to walk away with? Mm, I, I think the most important thing is that we have to look inside and find out what means the most to us. I mean, it's December now and a year just went past and we all do this kind of evaluation. What happened? What made me happy? Uh, what was the most beautiful moments for me? What, uh, what do I want more of next year? Mm-hmm. And, um, and that is what happiness is. It's kind of naturally, I think, human beings has a... Uh, they they pursue what makes them happy if they remember what it is but we need to look inside and maybe we have to adjust things on the outside so we get more of what we actually love maybe we could yeah think about how we we administer our our administrate our time and um 
think about what we want to use more time of and for my on my behalf it's it's um i would like to i have i have my calendar is totally full all the time so i i constantly pick my daughter up from daycare too late mm-hmm. um, and i would next year or maybe just next week i would i would pick her up earlier because i know that makes me happy and i know that makes our bond bigger and we can do more things together because yeah work is just work and she's small now and i want to be with her that's what makes me happy mm. and i'm constantly learning to get more hygge into my life with her because everything is new for me and even though i know so much about this it's it's not about knowing it's about doing and and that's where it all comes down to so i would like for the listeners to yeah just turn turn on the inner inner eye and look into what what makes me happy and what what do i need to do more of in order to to yeah get a fuller experience of of happiness and yeah that's so important so important i think so many people plow through life not really aware of what's next what's really going on they yeah. don't turn on that inner eye no. and then they wonder why they're depressed or anxious or yeah. unhappy and you know yeah. It's so important to self-reflect and to get it really is. quiet and figure out what what does make me happy because a lot of people too don't know you know what does make them happy. And a thing that also occurred to me in that sense is that uh, I, I, as a mother, I've, I've been feeling guilty that oh, I've, I've, there's so much feeling of I'm not enough. Am I doing good enough? Is she happy enough? Oh, now she's crying. It's my fault. All those things. Um, and I just realized that it's also really important for me, maybe also for other mothers, to take some time to myself where I can reflect and have my own space because that's where I fill up with energy, with love, with maybe I need to sleep, <laughs> whatever. But it's from that space that I nourish the people around me. And what I constantly feel bad about is that I'm not in- enough, but that... that only happens because there's it feels like there's empty that I cannot nourish if I'm not nourishing myself because then I don't have anything to nourish other people with so perhaps also prioritizing having an hour to yourself once a week or or more or less but just like going to the bathroom for 20 minutes and turning the inner eye on and finding out what what do I need right now because that's where it all comes from. And I mean, Hugo is setting an atmosphere. It is like, how do I want to nourish this situation? I want to light a candle. How is the heat? What do you want for dinner? Uh, how can I, like, uh, can I serve a fruit plate to my family? Whatever. It's, but it's a nourishing thing. And that comes with self-nourishment also. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's so, I love that we ended on that. That's so crucial and so yeah, beautiful. It and it's also a bit of a taboo because that's, yeah, the mother is kind of, uh, she just, she gives everything, right? That's kind of the beautiful female thing. But, but, but it, we need also to, to, to fill ourselves up with love. So we're able to give it to other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I do have some rapid fire questions if you're ready. Just some yeah. quick questions. Yeah, wonderful. Okay. So Hugo is 
Hygge is love in a situation given in togetherness. I love that. I believe in. I believe in love. (laughs) (laughs) I I love these answers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I believe in love in every form, if it's a light lit candle or if it's a hug or if it's doing what you love and prioritizing what you love. Mm. And I'm grateful for grateful for my family i'm grateful for my life i'm grateful for this this interview with you it's it's so beautiful to connect around these important things i'm grateful for so many things and every day i really i i i'm so thankful i'm really practicing being thankful because that's for me the ingredient to happiness Mm. finding out that everything is enough and that there's so much to be thankful for Absolutely. And what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? That um, I'm, I am worth, uh, that I'm worthy, that I'm, that I can love myself, that that's the most important thing you can ever love is to love and be loved in return. But yeah, to love yourself. Hmm. I would love that I've, I've learned that earlier on. No, absolutely. And I can feel that. I mean, it just comes across. It's so true. And that's how you're able to, you know, write beautiful books like you have and and share this important message because Mm -hmm. there is such a presence of love within you. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's also the, the wound is where the light come in. Right. So it, 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 it's also beautiful and something to be thankful for that there's been experiences in my life that is kind of pointed to I don't want this anymore I want more of this and then I've been going through so many things that that has lifted me up uh, and into the light Mm. okay so for all of our listeners um, what's the best way to find you online and find the book and how can they find you Um, I'm not so uh, online ish I'm I'm not so so good at so me and things, but I have I've written a book that you can find online, on Amazon and different. I don't know what bookstores uh, you have in the U.S., but it's out, and it's online. And um, I'm always available if you want to write me an email or, um, yeah, I I love contact. So so uh, yeah, get in touch. And the book is absolutely beautiful. That's why this whole interview happened because I got your book and I was just enraptured. It was just every page just made me feel at home. And, you know, you, you have that presence of love throughout the entire book. And I was like, I have to talk to her. <laughs> hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Marie. Her book, Huga, spelled H-Y-G-G-E, is available on Amazon or wherever you shop for books. If something in this episode touched your heart, please share it with a friend. And if you have already, please take 10 seconds and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Until next time, see ya. This episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Use the code UNSTRESSED at checkout and you will receive 15% off. I love the mushroom blends. I like the chaga and the lion's mane. It gives me energy, focus, and I know I'm helping my immune system because I haven't been sick in a year. It's crazy. Also, this episode is sponsored by Organifi. Organifi is my new favorite product to put in all of my smoothies. 
instead of having to juice and buy a bunch of vegetables, I literally just put the green juice into my smoothie blend and I'm getting all the greens I need for the day. Again, you can use the code unstressed at their checkout for 15% off. 